0: Welcome to the Warrior Women Project podcast, helping you become a warrior woman, sort your shit, and find better balance in your life. Hello, and welcome to the Warrior Women Project podcast. It's Jen here. I thought I would share a little podcast with you today, Monday, the 22nd of January, because it is 400 days until I turn 40. That's right. So if you're listening to this in 2018, that's exactly what it is. 22nd of January 2018 is 400 days until I am 40. And I decided leading up to this day that I would do a bucket list of things that I want to tick off my list before I hit 40. I was inspired by one of my friends, Emma, whose birthday is the day after me. She was born in the same year in the same hospital, so we crossed paths very likely in the baby hall in the hospital um, and then didn't cross paths again until about 18 months ago and she is going to be on one of the interview podcasts that are coming up over the next few weeks and months Um, but what I wanted to do is actually share with you some of those things that are on my bucket list and why it is that they're there and I thought that 400 days out from being 40 was like a pretty good day to make a start and it's not a case of it has to happen it's just the things that I really really want to make happen. Um, So yeah I'm going to share some of these with you. First one on my list is probably the most important and I am as focused as I can possibly be to get this done and that is to clear up my credit card debt. Now credit cards are a ridiculous thing. They are dangerous if you're not my parents who put things on credit card and then clear it straight away. I have not spent on my credit card now for a long, long time. They are in a drawer somewhere. I can couldn't even really tell you where they were to be honest. Um but they're well out the way and That's because I used to go, oh, I'll just put it on the card and I'll clear it later. Oh, I'll just put it on the card and I'll clear it later. Oh, that's a business expense, right? I'll put that on the card because that'll help me grow my business and then I'll pay it back when I start doing it. And the money comes in, but you don't put it on the credit card because you can't see it until... Like, you don't even need to look at your bills because they come in by email and you just go, oh yeah, okay. And you can set up a standing order to pay off the minimum payment and it never really... It doesn't ever feel real. But then... I did look at my statement one day and I noticed how much interest I was paying on it and that made me shit my pants, to be perfectly honest. Um, So I balance transferred onto a card that is 0% interest, which if anybody's got a card, I highly recommend that you do. Get rid of the card from your purse, put it on a 0% balance transfer for the longest one that you can find. And then start making more than those minimum payments to get that debt down. It's just one of those stupid things that I did in my early 30s that I never really prioritised. I wasn't taking control of my finances. I wasn't really being smart about anything. And I started reading a book recently. Um, It was How to Own the World or something like that it was called. And the guy in there was like, if you've got credit card debt, don't even think about investing your money anywhere. Any money that you're thinking of investing, use it to clear your debts. And that's anything at all. Whether it's your car that's on finance, your TV, your sofa, anything that you've got on finance, get that cleared as quickly as you can. Don't waste time and money putting money into savings until you've cleared off the debt because the interest that you end up paying on these other products is way more than you're ever going to get when the money's sitting in the bank not earning very much interest because the interest rates are so low so that was my first thing so my second thing kind of goes in link with that manage my budget successfully um really goes hand in hand I can't invest or save until I've cleared off things so that is what one of my big focuses is for this year the next one is really, really close to my heart, which is getting off my Crohn's medication. So this one is something that I'm very determined to do, but it's also something that I'm on a process of, I'll wait and see. I spoke to my consultant um, early in January, I think it was the 3rd of January 2018, and said to him at that day, I really want to get off my medication. I know I've only been on it since... April but I really want to go off it as quickly as possible because I'm on immunosuppressants, which long-term use of immunosuppressants is not good for your body and he did say that he was a bit nervous about that but I did, a, did say to him that my review scans are due so my colonoscopy and my MRI are due in March 2018 and if they come back that things are really clear and really healed can I then please come off my medication? And his answer to me was that I would have no argument to keep you on your medication if that's the case. All my blood markers and my stool sample tests are all showing that the inflammation is, what he said, better than normal. Um, The levels of inflammation are so minimal that they're not really even reading on the charts, which he says is unusual, even for people who don't have Crohn's disease. So he really wouldn't have any argument, but it would be we would need to closely monitor what is going on in my body when I come off the medication. He believes that it's the medication that's healing me. I believe that it's everything else that I'm doing. So as long as I stay on top of that and keep strong and do all the things that I've I've been doing that I believe is helping me, then hopefully nothing will go wrong. And if that is the case and nothing goes wrong, then I'll be able to I will be I have shared a lot of the things that I have been doing over social media and things but if I then see that I am continuing to be successful I will then be sharing that journey to give other people hope and give other people inspiration and ideas of things that you can do because everything that I have done I have researched it's not just a google search of what does what does google come back with I've been reading academic journal journals that have been peer-reviewed people in the medical world have studied and some of the studies yeah they've been really really small but people have had success and I don't believe that it only works if 10,000 people have been reviewed I think if five people have been reviewed and some people get a success and it's something that I think yeah I could do that that could work for me then there's no reason why I shouldn't why it shouldn't work and when I've studied a lot about the placebo and nocebo effect, and if you truly believe that something is going to work, it has a better chance of working than if you think I'm doing this, but this isn't going to work. The mind has a very, very powerful, and there's lots of studies being done that show how powerful mind and body connection is. So that's what my getting off my Crohn's medication is all about. Next thing I want to do is to go on a yoga retreat. I've wanted to do this for a long time, I would love to go to one in India. Um, but there are so many to choose from and I'm doing my yoga teacher training this year and we have discussed as as a group that we may do our own little mini yoga retreat we might go glamping somewhere in Scotland so I don't really care where my yoga retreat is I just want to go and spend a couple of days just doing yoga for myself going on nature walks, breathing, eating really good food and switching off from the outside world which is really what the yoga retreat's all about I also want to climb Ben Nevis this year so I 2016 I started doing some hill walking it was the first time I'd ever done anything like that and I bagged my first Monroe I did Ben Lomond on my second attempt of trying it I was doing it by myself I had no idea where I was going and everybody had told me oh Ben Lomond that's the easiest one to do get bag your first Monroe now I googled how to do it when I got there there was no signposts to tell me where the path was so there was another couple of a family that were at the car park at the same time and they went off in one direction after having phoned somebody to say where is this path so I kind of followed them off in the start of the walk and then went off by myself and that day the clouds were really low so I didn't get as far up As I wanted and I got to a point where I was like I can't see the top of the hill I don't know what's coming ahead I'm going to have to turn back but this path isn't as easy as everybody's telling me so when I eventually got to go and do the hill followed the same path again got to the last part of it where I was scrambling up the side of a rock thinking if this is the easiest one I'm screwed for the rest of them now when I got to the top of that hill some a couple sauntered up the other side. And I looked and there was almost a wide pathway <laughs> floating all the way down the sides of the other side of this hill. And I was said to the couple, I was like, excuse me, where does that path take you? And they were like, oh, just down the car park. And I was like, okay. So I thought that's the path that I'm going to go back. And as I walked down it, it was pretty straightforward. It was fairly, it was long, but it wasn't, there wasn't high gradients. There was no scrambling on it. And I thought, okay, right. I took the wrong path up here but in actual fact the path that I went up, the more challenging one was more interesting to me it was more exciting and I felt better for having done that than having walked up a wide open almost stepway that took me all the way up to the top of the hill that's not to say that I think that anybody that came up that way hasn't done an amazing thing because it still takes a couple of hours of constant uphill walking to do but you know, everybody's Challenges are their own. So, Ben Nevis has been one that is the highest mountain. Why not go for it? The next thing I want to do is drive a Lamborghini. Since I was maybe seven or eight, when my cousins had a picture of a Porsche, a Lotus, and a Lamborghini in their bedroom, I always wanted to drive that Lamborghini. And I would have always said it's my dream car if I won the lottery I would want to buy a Lamborghini and there is a couple that drive about Glasgow and it's almost they almost pass me every now and again as a reminder and when I looked into how much a Lamborghini would cost to buy it brand new you're talking about half a million pounds to buy a second one second hand one you're talking about a quarter of a million pounds and I was like okay what would I need to do to be able to afford that Like, how many books would I need to sell? How many courses would I need to sell? And it's a totally achievable amount. But then when I thought about it, I was like, but would I really want to put that work in and buy a car that is expensive to run? You can't drive it really the way it's meant to be driven around the streets in Glasgow, especially when the speed limit in town is 20 20 miles an hour. I thought there's so many other things that I would really like to do with that money. Places I'd like to travel. enterprise social enterprises i'd like to be involved in charities i'd like to give to that there's more to do with that money than just buy a supercar but that doesn't mean that i don't want to drive one and there are driving day experiences uh, driving experience days that you can buy and there's always one that comes up on it is on that you can then get the chance of driving a lamborghini so that is something that i am going to do in this next year Another thing that I would like to do is learn to draw and go to a life drying drawing class. So I learned, I was recently taught some very basic skills of drawing during my yoga course and it was all about how to look at the world differently and how to look at people differently to see shapes and lines and things like that and I found that it was really, actually really calming. Although I was getting frustrated that I couldn't do it, I still felt really calm doing it and I don't do a lot of things that are creative. Um, so that's something that I want to introduce more into a weekly sit down and have a little sketch and then maybe get along to a life drawing class to try that in real life rather than working from YouTube. I'm going to complete my yoga teacher training that's just part of the year and um, it's definitely something that I want to be able to draw a line under and then start to share all the things that I've been learning and I have already been sharing some of the things that I've learned and it's not about the physical practice for me that my love of yoga is all about the mental practice and the focus and the concentration and the letting go and the philosophy that's behind it rather than just what the poses are that you can get into and what movements that you can make I want to meditate every day and that goes hand-in-hand hand with my yoga teacher training. Just spending, whether it's only a couple of minutes or whether I actually sit down and do 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 40 minutes. I just want to do some sort of focused meditation every day. I am very good at breathing into the day, but I think being able to actually sit and do it every single day, having that discipline is really going to be take, take that to another level for me. I'm going to practice yoga every day. And that's part of my yoga teacher training, but it's also part of the meditation. It's also part of creating a bit more space in my body and a bit more movement in my body. My next one is doing fifteen thousand steps a day. Now I used to do between twenty-two and twenty-five thousand steps every single day before I got unwell. When I got unwell, it went right down to about three thousand steps a day. And I have no reason to not do it now that my health is in a much better place. So I've set myself because my what I'm hitting just now is somewhere between 3,000 and 11,000. Hitting that 15,000 steps a day is going to be a focus. It's going to be a challenge. It's going to get me out of the house. It's going to get me moving again. The next thing I want to do is get my second book out. So I've been working on a journal type book for more than a year. Um, My unwellness kind of put it to the side. But I'm looking at ...the journal that I want to put out... ...and I'm not 100% happy with it at the moment... ...but I'm also not putting aside the time to work on it... ...so I've set myself a goal actually of having this this one in a much better place... ...and having almost the, all the details of it finalised by the end of February 2018. So that doesn't really give me very much time. I have got the the bulk of the work done... ...I just need to fine-tune some things of it... ...and then I also want to start work on my third book... which As I was talking about, in when I want to go off my Crohn's medication, my third book is very much going to be about that. I have the title of it, I have the concept of it. I just need to know that what I'm doing is the right thing for me before I then start putting that book together. Because I can't put a book together and say, these are all the things you need to do to come off your Crohn's medication and to live a healthier life for me to then go, oh, actually, no, none of that works. So some of it has been started. Like the journey that I've had so far with the Crohn's, but not the actual process of how I managed to get out the other side of it. So we will see how far that progresses, just depending on how my body responds when I do come off the medication. The next one I want to do is go to York for a couple of days. I absolutely love York. Um, It's a beautiful city and it has got a really, really rich Viking history. And for those of you that know me, if you follow me on any of my social media channels, you will know that I am a little bit obsessed with the the TV programme Vikings and learning about the history of the Vikings. Everything about it really resonates with me. And when I go to places, like when I go down to Largs, I have a feeling in my heart when I go down to Largs that there's some part of me at some point in my life has been there for a very very long time and when I look out into the lochs there's a feeling of I've been here and I know this area really really well and I've been to other parts of the country where there's a rich Viking history and I get that feeling as well and then I can go to other places and feel absolutely nothing at all so I just, I'm fascinated and York is one of those places that I have that kind of feeling so I just like to go and hang out in just feel different. It's it's a weird thing that I can't really explain properly, but it makes sense to me. I also want to stay overnight in a castle. So if I can stay overnight in a castle while I'm in York, that'd be awesome. But if not, there are plenty of castles around Scotland that let you stay and that would be really cool. cool. I want to read two, bu- two books every month at least. And it's not all work-related books. I want to read some fiction this year. One of my friends, Claire Duffy, who I've also interviewed on a podcast um, that's to come later this year, she has written awesome crime fiction, Dark of Night, uh, her book series. Um, if you get a chance, get one on Amazon or go over to csduffy.com and check out her work. I don't haven't read a lot of fiction and if I had, I probably would have picked up, like, maybe a Marianne Keyes book or some romantic type novel and would never have thought of picking up a crime fiction novel. Because I know Claire and I wanted to read her work, I realised I actually really, really like it, so I want to try and read a bit more of her work as well. I want to get out on my bike, my bike has been in the bin store now, chained up since November 2016, I don't go out in the winter because I'm scared of slipping on the ice and the cold weather and the wet weather's horrible and then obviously in the summer 2017 I wasn't well enough to go out so this year I am getting out on my bike. Somewhere else I want to go is Skye, the Isle of Skye. I have never been and people always tell me how amazing it is and I've seen beautiful images and I really just want to get up there and check it out to see what it has to offer. Now this next one is going to be quite a challenge for me but I am already booked on and that's to go in a stand-up comedy workshop. Now I didn't know that I wanted to do that until I saw it advertised and it's not that I want to be a comedian. It's about me being able to let go of some of my insecurities of being able to say things and accept people's reaction to it without it eating me up inside or people not reacting to something and that not being being able to let go of that bothering me as well I was at a mastermind course um like workshop at the beginning of January and when I was talking to the other people there they were all like they're very driven by getting good reviews and people appreciating their work. And I do appreciate my work, the work that I do, and I do love helping people. But when people say to me, "Thank you so much for what you do," I feel really uncomfortable with that, and I get kind of embarrassed. And I try and put it back onto the people. I'm like, "No, it's you that's done the work. It's you that's done the work. I'm just there to guide you." And I'm not as much as I'm grateful for it. I'm maybe too humble. I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm not as ego driven as I would like to be I don't want to be arrogant with it I want to be more confident with it and when I saw that comedy workshop come up I thought that could be the thing that's going to help me because I've done improv before and I really enjoyed that but the guys that were doing it were from Edinburgh and they were only doing it as a sort of one off workshop so in Glasgow there really wasn't anything else so this This I'm hoping and I know the guy that's running it, John, he's lovely, um, very supportive and it's very much when I read about his workshop, it's very much about mindset and confidence and being able to just stand up and say things without the fear. So I'm really hoping that that's going to help me. I also want to visit six new restaurants this year. I love going out for food. But I have my favourite haunts and I tend to find myself going there time and time again, which is awesome for them because they're getting my repeat business and I take my friends along and I'll take loads of people along to all these different places, but I tend to sort of stick with the ones that I know and love. So there's always new restaurants opening in Glasgow and there are hundreds of restaurants, thousands of restaurants in Glasgow. So I really want to find six new restaurants in Glasgow this year to try out. I was also going to stay overnight in a TP. I uh, we had an overnight stayed, excuse me, an overnight stay in a TP booked for the week between Christmas and New Year. But we we're putting a new floor down um, in the spare room so that I could open the platy Studio in the house and we decided to put a wee delay on that. So the voucher that we have for it it expires at the end of March. So at some point between now and the end of March 2018, I will have stayed in a TP overnight for two nights and I'm really looking forward to that. So this is the list that I have put together just now. It's not completely closed off as this is all I'm going to do. There'll be other things that may when I'm inspired or if somebody suggests something that I go, yeah, that's a good thing, I'll add that to my list. I'm going to add to it. If anything doesn't happen on this list, it doesn't matter. I will let that go. But it's just the things that I want to aim for. And these are just a few of the things that have come to mind at the moment that I really want to to put forward. And that was instead of doing New Year's resolutions and focusing on anything else. It's, I've got until the 26th of February 2019. That's when I turn 40. And I'm really, actually really looking forward to it. My 30s have been... An unbelievable journey from some very high points to some very low points and some of those I will share with you through the podcast some of them I might have already shared with you some of the stuff I've shared through in the content of my book Um, but yeah life is an ongoing journey and it's good to have things that you want you're aspiring to achieve and aspiring to, to get and that's what my little bucket list so far is I would love to hear from you if you have a bucket list or goals or anything like that that you know that if you share them you're more likely to achieve them because you've said them out loud and you've explained to people why it is that you want to achieve them when you've got that why when you understand the emotional impact it will have on you how, you'll, how you're how you going to feel when you achieve it and what the rationale behind it is when you have that firmly in your mind you are going to be so much more successful than just saying I want to do this just because or I want to do this because I feel I should do it. Um, Having your why is so so much powerful and you'll probably hear that time and time again with people that are talking about setting goals and achieving things in life. Always know your why and I think that's really really the case here. So if you would love to share them with me my email address is jen at You will find me on Instagram fairly regularly at, and the handle there is at warriorwomanproject. I'm on Twitter but not quite so much but it's warriorwomanjane. and on Facebook at, we are at the Warrior Woman Project. Also, have my free group the Healthier Happier Warriors so I'll put all the links to these in the show notes. If you have loved the podcast could you please, 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 pretty please, do me a favor and go on to iTunes and give me a five-star review. And if you subscribe to the channel, you will always get all the new podcasts as they are coming through. The interviews that I have coming up, or oh, they are some the ones I've done so far have been phenomenal. The insights of the women that I've interviewed so far, the randomness of some of the conversations, and how they've just gone off in another direction has been phenomenal as well so you will get notification of them as soon as they've been uploaded otherwise I will love you and leave you for today thank you very much for tuning in and I will speak to you on the next podcast